welcome to Cruising in the Light and Shadow. I am Anana Moon, your host. I am opening um, with a quote this week from the Buddha, which is, We are shaped by our thoughts. We become what we think. When the mind is pure, joy follows like a shadow that never leaves. And I think that's very wise because I like hearing the joy follows like a shadow. Um, I think sometimes um, when I'm talking about cruising in the light and shadow and that the shadow is important, that it's exciting, that it's part of who we are and we learn from it, that um, it's, you know, we don't think in terms of finding joy in our shadow. So this is just, a, it was the perfect quote that popped up a couple of days ago, and I said, why, yes, this is right for the show. Um, so I also now want to move on, because I'm so excited to talk with her. Without further ado, I want to introduce everyone to Marisol Roscone, who's the owner of Golden So Yoga and Wellness Center. And I'm just going to read from Marisol's bio, um, she is a massage therapist and energy worker. She has dedicated herself to service through the healing arts. Marisol has an extensive background in energy medicine, including shamanic training in the Cuero, am I saying that right? <laughs> Cuero tradition. Cuero. Cuero. Thank you. In the Cairo tradition, as well as completing an apprenticeship with the internationally renowned intuitive healer and author Cindy Dale. I love Cindy's work. She has nearly two decades, Marisol has nearly two decades of experience in the healing arts and has studied Ayurveda, Kundalini Yoga, craniosacral therapy, and various um, other bodywork techniques. Um, you're probably like me. You use everything that you've learned. It <laughs> yes, all, it all it's is all included. in the basket. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to ask about this one. Um, you use also you use hot stone massage. That's wonderful. And then abhyanga. Yes. All right. I'll ask about that in a moment. Um, energy and crystal therapy. And then she also does pregnancy massage. She loves to create sacred and safe space for her clients to listen to the body and their inner wisdom. Welcome, Marisol. Thank you for having me, Anana. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. This is wonderful. <laughs> I'm going to stop right now and ask, what is Abhyanga? Abhyanga is a ancient form of massage in Ayurvedic medicine. And there's um, medicinal oil that is warmed up and applied to the body in long, relaxing, nourishing strokes. So it's very nourishing. It's delicious. It's so nurturing. And um, it's a little counter to what our um, ideas of massage here in the West should be. Um, often it's not like Swedish massage? It's a little bit like Swedish little, massage. Okay. Yeah. But... Um, the pacing is can be slow or fast, and the medicinal oils are applied in a very generous quantity oh. to absorb within the body for the healing properties to uh, do 
do their magic. <laughs> so there is fragrance as you are receiving. Yes, it might massage. smell like an Indian kitchen, which is. <laughs> oh my gosh, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. That can be very sweet and wonderful mm-hmm. as, far as, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> That's terrific. Um, let me now go on and ask you about um, Golden Soul. Um, it is Golden Soul Yoga Well and Wellness Center um, is in the Los Feliz area of Los Angeles, I should say. Um, I feel very privileged because I also get to work there. I hold my intuitive sessions and um, Reiki work there. Um, it's the first place that I really got to um, work professionally as a yoga teacher. But one of the cool things I want to mention for Marisol and I is that we met during yoga teachers training. That's right. Which is exciting. Kundalini yes. yoga teachers training. So I wanted to ask you, um, why did you open a yoga center when there were a thousand centers mm. maybe you could have worked at or whatever? You must have had a vision. Well, I did have a vision for a very long time to do healing work um, mm. professionally, full time. I did not work full time in the healing arts for many years because I was a single mom. And so I was working at um for many years in a dot com, at a dot com doing research analysis oh. and um, kind of more in the techie world and doing healing work on the weekends or evenings because that felt like it was very nourishing. But I got to a point where I really was not being fulfilled or that soul fulfillment wasn't there mm-hmm. at my job. But so and many people find, find after many years in position right the pull Mm. started to get stronger and the dissatisfaction started to get a little bit louder and i i was very scared to make that leap from going from a steady paycheck with benefits with savings to okay i'm just gonna be an independent contractor and and see what happens like that was was, not uh, (laughs) an easy shift I was gonna say well that never happens to anyone but (laughs) but actually let's talk about that because (laughs) that is common it's huge um, knowing that there's something you yearn to do um, and and yet you're trying to figure out how to earn a living Mm -hmm. take care of your family can you, let's talk a little bit about steps Absolutely. toward that. Yes. To, I mean, to following your dream. So, um, as you read, I have been studying and doing this work for a very long time. Yes. So it was always something that I kept more than a hobby. You know, a hobby yeah. is something fun, but maybe not something you feel right. a desire to do professionally this so there be was an avocation right yeah. and i never let that go mm-hmm. and it was very important for me to at least get my hands on a body once a month or <laughs> yes, you know do keep, something yeah. that kept me connected with keep that your hand in as it were right <laughs> right and then when that dissatisfaction started to to weigh a little bit heavier Um, I actually went to a healer and I started to explore a little bit where the resistance and that fear was. And Mm -hmm. 
knowing that for me, I had gotten to a point where I had done all of the right things to take mm -hmm. care of myself, my family. Uh, I am like a big time caregiver and it was a, a bit out of balance. Mm. And so when I started to look at that, I realized how important for my own spiritual evolution it was to embark into the exploration of opening up my own practice. And I did a lot of um, vision Care. boarding and things like Good. that to um, kind of exercise the fantasy of if I could do anything, what would it be? And that's where this wellness center component started to come mm -hmm. into my my vision. But this is caregiver on a bigger scale, mm -hmm. actually. Do you... Um, sometimes go, well, I'm still in it, <laughs> even though you were definitely caregiver to your family, but now is it just that your family has grown? Now it feels more balanced. All right. And yeah. it feels that the boundaries have become a lot clearer. Yes. And it feels it feels less depleting emotionally and energetic. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. that because there was a natural gravitation towards taking care of others yes. that wasn't being satisfied, I was, you know, being the breadwinner for my family. Um, I bought a home, I moved my family in, I was trying to encourage them to do things that I felt were going to help their own evolution and yes. in a way trying to do the healing or, or guide them through the healing and as you know that does not work <laughs> people have very to rarely, do that very rarely for our families right. does that work actually right. you can give suggestions you can you can show by example but it's really up to your loved ones mm -hmm. no matter how much you think something's good for them it's up to them to make their decisions yes and then you but you do as a as a healing practitioner get that healthy i'm going to call it healthy detachment mm -hmm. where it's like you know that you're giving advice to someone who has come to you for mm -hmm. that advice, but then you can stand back and observe in some ways. Right. And going back true. to your question of what kind of advice I would give somebody that is embarking in starting their own practice. Yes, please. I would say be very uh, aware of your own energy and your own boundaries because yes there is a separation your client leaves goes to their home you will continue yes. on with your life but that doesn't mean energetically or emotionally that you're creating a separation and a closure of that session and if mm -hmm. you are someone that is very sensitive empathic which most healers are yeah. <laughs> and that can be Definitely. something that takes a while to master and I feel very privileged that I got to enter into this role after having a challenging time learning boundaries at home. Yes. <laughs> so in a way, they were all kind of like... part of the work. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Life, life presents us with all of the lessons that we need. Yes. If we are, you know, 
accepting and seeing everything with our eyes open. And Great point. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> I love the introduction of this um, shadow um, and joy because it's true through those challenges we have an opportunity to really grow and to take the gifts from that and and apply them very important point yes exactly the the um, finding joy in your tough times helps you really learn from them because eventually you will learn from them Mm -hmm. Uh, we usually do it when the tough times pass Mm -hmm. or some you know crisis passes and then we go oh there's what that's why that happened, or there's what I needed to learn from it. Um, but to walk with that, think of walking with that joy right in the middle of, boy, there must be some good reason I'm going through this. Um, so I'm going to find the best in it mm-hmm. um, as you go is important. But I actually do think that's one of the things that happens when, because because I went through it too, leaving um, a job, you know, a practical everyday job that was paying for everything and my insurance and all of that. To I wonder if I can follow mm-hmm. um, my bliss as well. Um, but so you start to consciously say. Um, what are the down what's the downside of following what i want to do but also what is the um what will be the upside of going through the shadow phase of walking into what i want to do not making enough money am i a survivor um what are my supports both spiritual and physical um, there are all kinds of questions to ask, and it's so helpful. I wrote a note here just to ask you about your vision board. What kind of items or symbols were on that? Well, I I did a couple of different manifestation th- things. Okay. Um, one is from the Carol lineage, and mm-hmm. it's called a kipu. And it, it is... Um, Let's see if I can describe it. Often it is seen as like a long piece of like wood, like a branch, a long branch. Mm -hmm. And then it would have different colored yarn or string hanging down from it. So it can look a little bit like, you know, there's a big um, like modern bohemian look trend that's going on for home furnishings. So it kind of looks like those types of macrame um, wall hangings that you might see at a store, but with different colored strings. So in the Inca tradition, they used this as a form of um, like a abacus or, or keeping inventory of different things Mm -hmm. and they believed initially that it was used for more for like trading and Mm -hmm. for keeping stock of you know whatever um, crops they had Mm -hmm. but as we have become more um, connected and with more access to the spiritual traditions of that that land we have come to find out that it wasn't just taking inventory of physical things but actually energetic and spiritual things and so with this tool i did meditations i implanted my seeds into this uh, kipu and I kept it with me and um, so that was one way that I did um, some 
of this um, Some of vision the work, work with the vision board. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. Yeah, and writing. Writing was a very profound thing. Always, actually, since I was a little girl. I've always been very much of just like that sound of pen on paper, you know, and just there's something very um, grounding for me in that process. And Mm -hmm. one of the things that I started to do was just make lists or write if I could have, you know, the the most ideal work environment. What would it look like? What would it feel like? So you set intentions. Yes. Which I'm often talking about. Yes. <laughs> intentions are right. everything. Yes. Yeah. Yes, because nothing unfolds without first the thought of what you want to do and then going into the depth of that thought mm-hmm. um, and then seeing what steps are needed to carry something out. So write and writing is delicious, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to ask you, so going, you know, looking more at your work, and I re- recognize, too, a lot of people don't know what Ayurveda is. If you would talk about that briefly and then how you use it in your massage therapy mm-hmm. and holistic work. Well, interestingly, um, now looking back, I realize why I was so drawn to it. And Ayurvedic medicine is based on the five elements. It's, um, you know, something that is very embedded in Chinese medicine in yogic philosophy, in shamanic work, all of those things, which I am so, yes, paganism, Paganism, I mean, all of that is about nature, right? Mm -hmm. And this um, idea that we are interconnected. And so there was such a deep, like, um, visceral understanding of that. So I've always had a healthy dose of skepticism and I've uh, wanted <laughs> <Me> to <too>. <laughs> <laughs> wanted to um, believe because I've had a lot of experiences, but those experiences have been undescribable and untangible and invisible and unexplainable. And so in these traditions, I found a way to really connect the feelings that I had of connecting to the divine Mm -hmm. to a very physical thing. So nature is the holder of all of these elements. So we look at the mountains and we can see and we can feel how the energy of the earth is nourishing Mm -hmm. us. We go to the ocean and we connect with the water and we know how cleansing that can be. And fire, you know, even Mm -hmm. sitting by the fire, how that really warms us up. Looking at the sun and that being the most powerful example Mm -hmm. of fire you know yes so uh, that to me was kind of a game changer when I started to see oh this is the thread that's connecting all of my interests and Ayurveda is the basically the Chinese medicine of India Um, so they work with herbs they work with different um, healing modalities Mm -hmm. 
and just many techniques very similar to Chinese medicine. I work with an acupuncturist yes. now, and um, we kind of geek out on <laughs> certain <laughs> things and go like, you know, I'll ask her, so does that mean that there's like a wind imbalance or, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what would you call that? Right, like, right. So. Oh, perfect, perfect. Because yeah. I, I, yeah, that's, that's something for me as far as using the elements um, in... Um, help actually in helping people with where they are if they're going through having too much fire anger frustration and balancing that out with air earth and water um, but then and then when I learned too that yeah acupuncturists mm. use it it's like oh perfect <laughs> right it just goes so deep it is you know? it really does everything yeah. is connected mm -hmm. in so many ways um there are a couple of other things you've mentioned also what is um in your sp spiritual approach multi-modality and multi-spirituality i think we were just <laughs> starting to really hit on on the multi-spirituality but mm -hmm. um what how are you are you doing some very conscious work in terms of Well, this? I think it's very organic and okay. I like to meet people where they're at. And so some people come to me and they've been dealing with chronic back pain or yes. neck pain for a very long time. And so I will meet them there and will I'll create a very safe space just by bringing full presence into the room. And Really, it sounds so simple, but mm -hmm. that creates such an opening for people to heal because then it allows them yes. to also soften and start to listen to their bodies a little bit more. And Very true. Yeah, yes. and from that touch, we can start to open up maybe if they are not really interested in energetic or spiritual work, you know. So even by approaching the body, that can lead to very deep uh, exploration of is there something underneath mm -hmm. and I could you know I work sometimes with crystals aromatherapy energy work mm -hmm. shamanic work and intuitive it, right work <laughs> and with that if somebody is uh, open then we can start to look a little deeper into mm -hmm. the body's wisdom and listening maybe yes. with a different intention I always think starting, of, of course, I mean, it would seem natural that you start with why someone came in, what they're dealing with, and it's usually a pain of some kind that's very evident physically, and that's a great way into finding out how in touch someone is with why they're in pain. You can find out a lot about, um, you know, what they've practiced in the past, if they never have, if they've just, they have no idea what's going on. And then you, for me, um, I start to then um, move them toward, well, let's go deeper. And as you said, asking, when does this pain come on? Um, what's happening when the pain is not coming on, although this seems to be a chronic thing that you're dealing with. Um, <clears throat> listening is important for the healer, as you're saying, but um, what do you also do then to help the person 
um, understand, to listen. Because when they leave you, they will still be dealing with the things, the things in their life they're dealing with, with their lessons. And, Absolutely. And so, and so I always like to um, engage the client in the process by saying, you know, this is a collaboration. I, I don't, uh, I prefer to work with people that will come to me on the table and do the work as well. It will give lasting, more lasting results um, mm -hmm. and also just connect people to, to empower them to heal mm -hmm. instead of, okay, I'm broken. Here I am. Fix me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, we're moving away from that. And so I think a lot but of Do you have people that sort of just, I don't want I don't want to think about that. They'll tell you why they yes. think it comes up. And sometimes while they're talking to you about why they have this pain, the pain will flare right mm -hmm. in front of you mm -hmm. and for them to see. Mm -hmm. But they're like I don't, I'm done with this. I refuse. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so what do you do with that? <laughs> well, that's one of the ways that I introduce re-education, especially with the body. Yes. Um, and say, you know, this body is so efficient. <laughs> I mean, the yes. reason why we have these holding patterns is because the body's like, well, you know, you're just going to shove my sh your shoulders right up to your ears anyway. I'm just going <laughs> to stay there. Right. I, as your pain, <laughs> am here to do my job. So. I, I, I'm trying to make it easy for you. So I'm just going to stay contracted because that's what you're going to mm -hmm. do anyway. Until you get it. Right. Right. And so then it's like, oh, OK, well, let's let's engage in this education then. Yes. <laughs> yes I don't indeed. like how it yeah. feels to be That's so true. tense. <laughs> right, right. I guess I take a deep breath and go, okay, I guess I better start listening to my body is what, right, right. Is what I think eventually becomes um, clear mm -hmm. in time. Um, and then just, and, and like you're saying, every, it sounds like everything you do then is to assist the person on yes. that journey. Uh, embodiment and empowerment are really at the base of what I'd like to um, help support with clients. Amazing. That's great. There's something else you do at the center that um, I hear about a lot. I'm just not there for, but you work with the Women's Center. And is that downtown L.A.? Yes, it is. It's okay. right in Skid Row. It's the Downtown Women's Center. They are the oldest only women um, center in, Skid in downtown. In downtown. And okay. they are a wonderful organization. How did you get involved with so working with them? There's an interesting story behind that. Amy and I, when we were working on our business plan and decided that we were going to open up Golden Soul. Uh, Amy Golden Amy is the Golden. Other yes. owner of <laughs> That's how the name yes. came to be, Golden and Soul. Um, and she, she called me up one day, and this was very interesting because I had just gotten this um, message from Spirit that there had to be some kind of volunteer program or giving back in some way to the community 
I had been volunteering for a long time at the Union Station in Pasadena and was an advocate through NAMI, which is a, a grassroots organization to help family members that are um, supporting people with mental illness. And so the volunteer work, the giving back is something very, very important to me. And she called me up and she said, you know, I was thinking we need to volunteer we need to create a volunteer program as part of our you know business mission <laughs> and i just kind of giggled i'm like i was just having that same <laughs> thought and at that time uh amy was working in sales and um she was working in the natural food industry oh, and yes. so she would have samples sometimes that she had to get rid of because they were not for individual sale or whatever and so she found the downtown women's center and she would take them all of these like you know health food bars and things like that and so that's how we developed the relationship with them we've been volunteering once a month every sunday the first sunday of every month and um it's a great, great organization. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, one Sunday a month, and you take donations. I know I've given bags of clothes and so forth. And um, yes, they they have a donation center there. They're open seven days a week, and they take uh, donations. We provide all of the food um, and go and clean up their kitchen, and we make oh. lunch for them and serve it to them once a month. And so any financial donations can be made through the website, and that okay. just that helps us with our food costs because okay. we okay. pay out of pocket for that. Extraordinary. Thank you very, very much for talking about that because I, I get a sense that there are people who would want to help if they can, for sure. I wanted to ask, just, just take just a few minutes because of a topic that will have run or does run actually um, from, it, it started back on Valentine's Day and will have run through the end of February. Mm -hmm. And then just, it seems like a theme that is um, showing up all over the place, self-love. Mm. Is there anything you want to say about that or what you've discovered? That's where it all starts, right? Yes. <laughs> that is um, such a beautiful way of getting in touch with yourself, healing, yes. connecting with others. Everything starts with the self. And yes. so self-love, it doesn't matter what time of year it is. It's always on trend. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, with the work. You wake up yeah. with it. Yeah. You're with it all day. Hopefully. <laughs> yes. Hopefully. Yes. You know. Yeah, and but there's a consciousness. This um, evolution of spirituality that we're experiencing, especially mm -hmm. here in LA, mm -hmm. is part of people waking up to how important it is to care for themselves. It's no longer. It's, I, I mean, I do occasionally get clients that come in and feel like massage is a luxury, but more and more people are coming in to 
take uh, meditation classes, yoga classes, get massage, all of that because they know it's important for their self-care. And if they are taking care of themselves, then they show up in a different way in the world for their family, their friends, their lovers. And so mm -hmm. that's really with self-love, you know, um, what I feel is... Feel it offers yeah. um, you for working in your best interests. Mm -hmm. um, thank you for being here. Um, I do want to ask you, um, speaking, <laughs> speaking of self-love and what could be happening for you at Golden Soul, what kind of events are coming up for you over yeah. the next months? So March? as we mentioned, we have the volunteer event it's once a month. It's the first Sunday of every month. It's from 9.30 to 1. Excellent. And we always welcome volunteers. And the nice thing is that if you sign up through Golden Soul, you don't have to go through any special training or wait list through the center. Um, you just email us um, through the website and let us know you're interested and we'll give you all the details and whatever you need to show up and help us. And it's very fun. It's a few hours yeah. once a month and everybody has a great time. Yes. You know, um, so that's coming up on the first Sunday of the month. And also once a month, I hold a breathwork circle. And if you're interested in sh shamanic work, if you're interested in breathing which i hope you are we, all, <laughs> we, we should all be interested in breathing but this um but how few people i don't know how often i have to help people with breath mm -hmm. they have no idea how much anxiety builds up depression um one of the reasons they can't meditate or feel they can't is because the breath mm -hmm. isn't in place as well brilliant i'm Right. So happy to hear. And all that. of the um, money that comes in through that workshop goes to the Downtown Women's Center Food Fund. So a little Tremendous. double um, win Incentive. on that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> a double win. Excellent. Um, do you want to just give your um, details of gold, where Golden Soul is located and just the website. Sure. So Golden Soul is right below the observatory in Griffith Park. It's a beautiful little area with, you know, restaurants you can walk to after class yes. or after session. <laughs> it's so, um, it's just a really nice little neighborhood. And we're at 4446 Ambrose. And our website is goldensoul.org. has all the information as well as all of the healers that work with us, information on the teachers. And the events, and the events. where you will find one of my events for, for late in March, on March 24th. I'm just holding a, a workshop there on Isis, the goddess... Of the goddess of families, magic, etc. Mm. Um, she of 10,000 names. Um, and again, that's March 24th from 3 to 5 p.m. But you'll go to their events page and you'll see everyone's offerings. So yes. that to me is we exciting. Have very fun offerings. Shall I? Let's see. I often draw a tarot card for guests. Yay. Um, I'm just making noise shuffling the cards and let's see what we get for you today it's always interesting okay 
I'm doing this completely. I've cut the cards into three piles. Now I'm putting them back. And wherever you want to choose from, you can choose the top card or you can open them and pull a card oh, okay. up to you. This Whatever always, feels right. Okay, what feels right. I saw myself do this. There you go. Then <laughs> Use so that intuition. I'm going to pick this one here. Okay. Let me see. Oh, nice. Um, it's the Six of Wands. It's the victory card. It's a suggestion that there must have been something that would seem either like a battle, but not necessarily a, a you know, difficult fight, but something you've been working on, trying for, maybe you finally reached some level of attainment. So it's telling you, well done, you have success at this point. It doesn't mean you won't go further, mm -hmm. but at least at this point today, um, or in this time, there is a success from a work, a passion that you've done, that you've been following. Um, and you don't have to share that, but if you know of something, um, wow. there is an, it, it, it can mean an aha moment. Mm. And it can mean um, in your gut, just a feeling of, I know things are getting better. Um, and it's a sense, and it's also the wands are fire. So it's that that passion has taken you to a certain place and now is going to see you forward is also what I would say about the card. Beautiful. I love that <laughs> message. It's, it feels okay. very much like a card of acknowledgement. Ah, yeah. of the work you've been doing yes. and it's taken you to yeah. this point. Excellent. Happy victory then. Yay. Thank you. And so, again, I so appreciate you and admire you and appreciate um, everything that you're doing. Um, I, we do have to close now, sadly, but um, I have asked Marisol to share something with us today as we close. Um, and what have you chosen? Well, it's so interesting that you chose your uh, opening on... Um, valuing the shadow. Oh, okay. And this can be interpreted a bit like that as well. And this is a poem by Mary Oliver, who passed away in January. And a lot of her work is based on the intelligence of nature and blending the natural world with the spirit world and the divine. <laughs> clearing my throat here. <laughs> oh, yes, please. Okay. Um, and this is uh, called A Dream of Trees. There is a thing in me that dreamed of trees, a quiet house, some green and modest acres, a little way from every troubling town, a little way from factories, schools, laments. I would have time, I thought, and time to spare, with only streams and birds for company, to build out of my life a few wild stanzas. And then it came to me that so was death a little way away from everywhere. There is a thing in me still dreams of trees, but let it go. Homesick for moderation, half the world's artists shrink or fall away. If any find solution, let him tell it. Meanwhile, I bend my heart towards lamentation, 
where, as the times implore our true involvement, the blades of every crisis point the way. I would it were not so, but so it is. Whoever made music of a mild day? Oh, and there's how synchronicity works, folks. We did not plan this. <laughs> With the Buddha speaking of the joy and the shadows, that's tremendous. Yeah. What a beautiful poem. Yeah. So thank you again. Thank you. Thank really you for having me. appreciate your being here. Wonderful. Um, I want to say thank you to Allison Werner, who's a friend of mine, but she has helped me in so many ways with social media and technical things. So I always want to thank her. Um, thank you to Paul Preston, who's sitting here quietly, <laughs> who's, who's our sound technician. And um, thank you to Kevin McLeod, who offered the music that we are now using for the podcast. Um, and thank you all listeners. Um, I will see you in two weeks. Namaste. Namaste.